I wish we could shorten it up a little bit, but I love it. It's a great song nice. written by my friend Kyle. And I play it and then like we can't hear each other while I'm playing it. So it's sweet. But we're live now. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time, this pot's for all From the finger lakes, join in the call Learn something new about the Cuca Trail Upstate New York, every episode of town Who's there? It's rare Who's there? It's rare It's rare Yeah, I always forget <laughs> to share it, so I have to go back and share it Hey everybody, uh, welcome to It's Rare this Sunday We have Pete Brown of the infamous Welsh Cookie Company And he is here to talk with us about great cookies, terrible people. Great cookies, terrible people. I like his attire. Like the shirt. I did that, have to wear that the is uh, awesome. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the infamous Eat Me shirt. Uh the Eat Me was not inspired by Phil Rare, but the logo and the uh the motto of the company is definitely a Phil Rare creation. Uh-oh. Yes. We were casting about for a, a motto for the company, God, probably eight or nine years ago. And uh Feels like you make you make great cookies, but we're we're not good people. Great Just in cookies, the middle of the night, I said, you know what? It's got to be great cookies, terrible people. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. I and like it. Accurate good slogan. And accurate. And accurate. There you go. It's less accurate now than it used to be. <laughs> uh, the cookies are still great, but we're not as terrible as we used to be. He told us some some terrible stories uh, from your times together, working events and. We're we're gonna keep it PG today. Yeah. Right. Well, no, PG thirteen and I, I, yeah, a half. I kind of yeah. did want to know the rules around some of those stories because I've vowed to only tell some of those stories to people who are kind of in the inner circle of the the cookie family. Um, so I don't know if you've actually heard some of the. I've heard a couple. Okay. Yeah. No. No. The one is. I don't say any terrible ones. No, not real terrible. I'm sure, okay. but. I say funny ones. Yeah, there's a couple. The funnier, of, the better. A couple of legendary stories, at least one involving a bear. I told um, that story. There was a guy at the Laurentide last night that lives on Hunter Mountain. No what? Like across the road from the bear story. Okay. And I told him the bear story. I said, oh, you know, I almost got killed by a bear on Hunter Mountain once. <laughs> he goes, no, you didn't. It's like, well, maybe I did. You don't know. Right. It could have happened. There was definitely a bear. At least one bear involved in that story. So what? So what happened was, um, how many how many times have we ever stayed in a hotel during a festival? Uh, you and I have we uh, like yeah Minnesota Iowa, yeah, Minnesota Iowa generally speaking pretty slim like hotels, we usually don't do hotels no. usually do camping yes and so it was we'd set up that night the night before the festival at Hunter Mountain. We right. set up 10 by 10 tent and we rolled out the sleeping bags and slept under there. And then we bring out the cookies the morning of the event starting. Right. So the next that night, so that was Friday night. So on Saturday, we were planning on just camping out in the tent again, like we had Friday. And uh, another vendor, Andrew um, from the Scottish Gourmet, had a, a much larger tent than we did and said, why don't you boys, because he, he brought a carpet. Like he had a padded floor in his tent. 
Jeez, it was okay. You got it was luxurious. Fancy. All this room. So yeah. why don't you guys like, just? No, no, really, use ours. It's use more our comfortable. Tent. It's more comfortable. So Phil and I slept twenty feet away in a more comfortable tent. Um, and that Saturday night, a bear came down the mountain and came into the cookie tent, uh, and ate about thirty-seven dozen cookies. Oh no! All the same flavor. All the same flavor. The really? Oh, yeah. Like mango macadamia or something? Yes. Really. Did a weird one-off flavor that year, and. Uh, yeah, I ate a bunch of cookies and then continued on down the mountain. Apparently, shook a couple of people's motorhomes who were also kind of camping out on the mountain. Just kind of shook the motorhomes, licked the grease off their grills, <laughs> um, and hopefully got a stomachache because that bear didn't pay for a dime of the cookies he ate. Um, that guy told me that they have one of the highest uh, populations of black bears in the country. Okay. On Hunter Mountain. Well, so was that a sign? Do you still make that flavor of cookie? We don't make that flavor. <laughs> no, we ran out that day because we the very we all uh, bastard. And we didn't really like. Yeah, that was a, a one-off. We haven't really done that since. I was actually in Hunter like three weeks ago. Really? Um, yeah, we'd gone up there for a, a long weekend and stayed across the mountain at Wyndham, and then uh, during you know just driving around finding some nice hiking trails, swung by Hunter Mountain, just so I could say that's where the bear was. Very nice. Wow. So can we talk about how he's the first guest we've ever had on this show and you've said we're keeping the show PG-13? Is there All right. Well, is there something it's not is, PG like is, we just don't want to get we just don't want to get canceled. Oh, so I can't but Yeah, what are the rules? I, I well, you can't lift your kilt. They're usually not PG-13. So uh, the can, only when you're here, I guess, is like a new thing. Okay. <laughs> MS-13. Me MS-13. Just, you know. Nothing where anybody's going to lose any uh, future right. career opportunities. <laughs> right. Well, let's be serious. I don't think any of us will ever be able to run for president. Well, maybe. Actually, no, I think about it. Yeah, I mean, we, we have some real pieces of shit running yeah. for president. So I guess uh, I could probably run. I mean, morally, I, like, policy-wise, also pieces how of shit. How old do you have to be to run? Come on, man. I really, I'm old enough. I really don't know how You're old enough now? I just broke the, Aww, yeah. Congratulations. This is, and you know what I didn't do, and I should have. This was my first opportunity for run for, for president, and I didn't even uh, didn't file. Okay. What is it? 35? 35. 35. Okay, yep. that's what I thought it was. Yep. And I, I didn't file. I'm putting all my eggs into the Joe Jorgensen basket. Okay. <clears throat> nice. So we're going to actually, you might find this interesting. Pete, so Pete and I have spent a lot of time on the road. Yes. Sitting in cars together. Okay. Like at 20 hours at a time. And... Uh, we always have interesting conversations and we usually don't agree much. <laughs> and uh, I think that's made us both better. In some ways. Yeah, I think it is. And yeah. I think you'll find it interesting when we're going to, we're going to live stream the debates. Okay. And with commentary. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And so we're, uh, I don't know if can, you mind saying on really the calm debates. Well, well, they're really just infomercials for the, uh, right. The selection. Okay. It's not really an election. Do you, are you guys like on opposite like political platforms? Is that what it is? Like, are you, one of you lean heavier the other way? Is that what it is? Is that where you don't agree? In a lot or? of ways, yeah. yeah. And and we, okay. I think I, I know I've certainly evolved um, to have a little bit different viewpoints than when we started doing this like 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I think that's actually one of the things that I've been impressed with Phil about is that he is not stuck to the same position that he had when he was. A uh, callow 18-year-old that I first met, um, God, just graduating high school, uh, hmm. definitely was a member of the the young Republicans. Or he was their wet dream, basically. Oh boy! Um, and has evolved since then. 
I've evolved. Evolved. Things are good. Yeah. There you go. Nice. As long as you can see uh, see both sides, it's a win for me. So there you go. And that's I don't. That's like that's a great kind of. I always try to seek out conversations with people that I know aren't going to just agree with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. So what's the deal? Tell everybody I know you. Jesse doesn't really know you. Right. Just Matt. Um, what's the deal with the infamous Welsh Cookie Company? Well, the, the infamous Welsh Cookie Company, I'm kind of the second iteration of the infamous Welsh Cookie Company. It was started, Phil, as you know, by my dad, Dave Brown, uh, who, as a retirement business, when he left the Federal Aviation Administration, started this cookie business. He had made cookies, these Welsh cookies, for my family for years, had learned from his mother-in-law. Um, and then started to make cookies for church events and, and little things in northeastern Ohio where I grew up um, and got into his first Scottish festival in maybe 1997 or 8 um, and sold a lot of cookies. And, and it was an amazing thing. He couldn't believe that he'd sold, you know, 200 dozen cookies in a day. Um, and then kind of from, from that first Scottish event, branched out into other Scottish events across the United States and then some Irish things and some Renaissance festivals. And by 1998 was maintaining a schedule of like 40 events a year where he was making cookies pretty much full time and, and traveling around the country selling these Welsh cookies. Um, and my older brother joined my dad to help him when, when uh, the amount of cookies they were making exceeded my dad's capacity to make by himself. Um, and then when I joined the, I didn't really join the company, but started my own branch of the company in 2007 um, and built my own schedule. Uh, and so for a while, my brother was doing 40 games a year and I was doing 40 events a year. And my dad was still doing 30 events a year all over the country. So I think the infamous Welsh cookie company has been represented in 35 states. Uh, yeah. So there's still some states we haven't actually been to an event. And in. international. And internationally, we've actually sent cookies to uh, all seven continents now. Wow. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, we sent cookies to Antarctica. Wow. There was a, a guy bought cookies to send to his son who was a scientist on the Makurdo. Am I saying that right? Makurdo Research Station that the Air Force runs in Antarctica. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit different. Um, the Welsh cookie is not your average cookie. It's not baked in an oven. Where are the Break those things out. Yeah, oh, I'm breaking you know, my diet for this. Hang on, he's breaking his Break diet. those things out. Grab some. And, <laughs> what and, was the flavor I had at the Laurentide? Uh, I believe you had the traditional. Was it? That's black currants and nutmeg. Wow, that thing. It was so good. Ooh, yeah, smash that <laughs> mic stand as much as possible. What do we got here? We have traditional black currant and cherry hazelnut. Traditional and cherry hazelnut. Those are my my two personal favorites because they go the best with dark beers. So if, if I wanted to order these... Is there a website or is there? Somewhere? Yeah, there there is a website. It's uh, www.welshcookieman.com. And uh, usually the turnaround time for shipping is about five to six days. Uh, it's about five to six days now because of the pandemic and I'm not traveling to shows. Uh, I actually have to have a, a job right. um, working for the man. And uh, <laughs> I don't get to dedicate my life to the making and shipping of cookies. Mm, yeah. So I only get to Damn. ship cookies out about once a week. I think that's fair though. Yeah, that's reasonable. It's not too bad. I've done worse things for less money farther away. And and we've made a lot of friends 
I mean, I think my favorite thing about this is the people that we've met. I love the cookies and I'm going to break my diet for them right now. But uh, the people that we've met and actually uh, JP from Iowa is watching. Oh, nice. Is he? And uh, okay. he says he's going to be putting in an order pretty soon. All right. All right. So, did, did JP just text you? or He's or? he's on. Oh, very nice. He okay. sent us so a comment. Chat. If you're watching, send us a comment. Let, you, let us know you're out there. Okay. Yeah, J JP is part of the, the group that we met in Iowa, what, 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. The first year we went out there. we 2010-ish, 10 or 11. When were you? It was your first or second year out in, no, it was before you even moved to Minnesota. Was it before I moved there? The first year we went out there was before you lived in Minnesota. Are you sure? I'm positive. Isn't that bizarre? That's that that really happened, weird. and then yeah, you're right because then we we're like, oh, you know what? Actually, this is on our way back to right. Minnesota. It makes it so much yeah. simpler. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, we met JP that year, and the Evans family, and um, Jerry and his wife and their 33 kids. Yes, 33 um, kids. <laughs> I, I wish I were kidding. They have their like, family is massive. Like nine or ten kids. Wow. And um, and Steve and Sarah watching, and nice. uh, yep. And that's, I met, well, yeah, it was because we didn't know Sarah then because mm -hmm. you weren't working at Shattuck yet. You met Sarah through working at Shattuck. Yep. And then she kind of joined that family and then Steve joined the family. So we have a, we have a great group of people in Iowa and, and we didn't get to see him this year. I didn't get to see him this year for the first time in, yeah, 10 or 12 years. Mm -hmm. These things are awesome. I don't, I don't know. So are they really classified as a cookie? They, I think they'd be more considered like a biscuit or a pancake. They're delicious. I'm yeah. Sure, but we I, call them cookie just because it's an Americanized term that people will, will recognize. Yeah. So you, this one's really good. I don't like cherry. The I cherry hate, hazelnut. I yeah. hate cherry. This oh. is really good. Oh. So you uh, haven't been able to do the festivals this year. Correct. All so shows I would have gone has your, has your shipping gone up or I know it blipped at the beginning. Has it stayed up or kind of? Yeah, we've had we've been able to dedicate a lot more time to um, whatever our, our social media presence is. Mm -hmm. um, we've improved our, our website slightly, which I'm not a tech guy, so thankfully Jeremy Taylor in Buffalo has been helping me out with that. And hopefully he's watching today. Um, so we, we've improved the website, and we're trying to send out a monthly newsletter and doing a little more Facebook advertising. Um, and our word of mouth has been pretty good. Mm -hmm. So we've done more internet sales than we, excuse me, as I choke on my own product, more internet sales than we've ever done before, um, which isn't quite enough to, to sustain the company without me making additional income somewhere else. Um, but it's been a boon to our internet sales. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's been, that's been really good. And then the response has been pretty good as well. <clears throat> yeah. These, they're really good with coffee too. So, ju so Jesse, you're going to have an opportunity to get these a lot more often. Because after this, we're heading over to the Laurentide. Correct. To drop off a batch. Oh, cool! Nice. And yeah, it sounds like they're going to be they're going to be selling them as their only food item. Well, they're really. Yeah. Okay. They're good, man. I like them. So, yeah. what are the rules now? If you serve alcohol, you have to buy food. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be kind of commensurate with whatever you would have to do for your liquor license, though. Yeah. Okay. So some places really just have to have like uh, pretzels and popcorn and then other places have to have more 
substance to their food. So, so does that depend on when you got your liquor license? Because <laughs> like, if you have a new liquor license, it's only sold for restaurants, or I, I think it depends on. So, like a restaurant, like my place up here, I'm sure you'd have to, you know, I'd have to like it have to be soup. Or at my distillery, I do pretzels, okay. chips, something like that. So, I imagine the Laurentide, the cookies are perfect because they don't okay. need to have much, yep. you know. Even though I t I swear if you ate four or five of these cookies, you'd probably be pretty full. These things are Yeah, you'd be yeah. surprised. No. Yeah. I think they're, that's the they're, prescription. They're substantial, mm -hmm. but um we always said what about a half dozen cookies per beer? Per beer. Yeah. So oh, one really? dozen cookies is will soak up two Guinness. <laughs> two stouts basically. And then what I've noticed at least is it allows you to then have more cookies, which allows you to have more beer. It's a vicious cycle. It's, 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 it's actually, it's a wonderful cycle. For people that have never had these. So I, I don't like sweet. And I think that's what's really cool about these cookies is they're not overly sweet. Correct. There's a lot of different like spices, flavors. The texture's cool. It's really good. And they're they're um, they're fried. Correct. These are fried on, oh, a, really? on a griddle like you'd make a pancake. So they're not deep fried. Although we have tried that. They were um, awesome when we deep fried we them. We did deep fry some cookies once. Phil brought over a fry later or fry daddy or something. <laughs> And we deep fried some, and they looked like donuts when you deep fried them. Um, and they were good, but we couldn't figure out a way to do that in bulk. <clears throat> but they're, yeah, dry fried on a griddle like a pancake would be. So I basically am a glorified pancake flipper dude. Wait, what's that mean? What, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> no, you, really, you, you're flipping cookies on these griddles for okay. nine hours a day sometimes so you can make 250 dozen cookies in a day. Wow. That's a lot of cooking. Um, how, how long does it like take to cook on each side? Uh, it's three minutes on each side. Wow, that's longer than I thought. Okay. Yeah, so wow. it takes some time. And I can run four griddles at a time um, to get enough cookies made to go to some of the events that we do. Like I had mentioned cool. at the beginning, my dad once sold 200 dozen cookies in a day at a Scottish Games. And now we consider that to be a slow day. Oh, that, oh so that wasn't a big deal. I thought uh, that sounds it, that like would, a lot of it cookies. would not be considered a big deal now. Right. It was a big deal well, back no, in 1996 yeah. or seven. But um, here's an example for one event that uh, I go to in Maryland in, in May, the Fair Hill, I'm sorry, the Colonial Highland Gathering at Fair Hill uh, a couple of years ago. On a, a, in one day, I went through uh, 1,200 dozen cookies in a, in a day. Jesus. A lot of cookies. That's, that's a, lot, a lot, of, of that's cookies. lot of cookies. And how long would it take you to make twelve hundred dozen? It took cookies. a week. A, a week of really? working every day. Is that wow. a is that a metric fuck ton? That is a metric crap load. Crap um, load. A fuck ton would be uh, <laughs> slightly more than that. Slightly more. There's one other event where we do that much, but that's over a span of three days. Yeah. Wow. And I know we, you know, as we've evolved on our trips out west that when we go to Iowa and Minnesota, it's a like a week and a half trip. Yeah. And you have to bring everything with you. Right. So you can't make cookies on the road. You can't bring all the, you know. Ooh, this is tasty. Yeah. Sorry. This so we're 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 drinking Sadly. the new uh stout from Laurentide that I promised her I would drink until it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's gonna be pretty much a perfect match with the traditional Welsh cakes. Give me a stout and a dozen wings as hot as you can make it. <laughs> so talking about wings. All right. Let's get on the wing subject. I always ask everyone that lives in Buffalo. So have you been to Gabriel's Gate? No. Dude, I'm telling you, that has to be the best chicken wings I've ever eaten in my life. Really? So good. Yeah. Gabriel's Gate. 
I know I can't. I don't live up there, so I don't know the streets very well. But it's a ballpark. Ooh, uh, I I don't think I can ballpark you. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> I, I my buddy took me up there that opened the distillery I was talking okay. about, and we went there. And I mean, they're just phenomenal. I mean, compared really? to the wings we get here, they're phenomenal. Because normally, like in Buffalo, you're either a Duff's guy or an Anchor Bar guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are the the, the bloods and the crips of chicken wings in Buffalo. We can Google it. Aren't those just for the tourists? I mean, anchor bars, you go there for the ambiance, the wings are wings. Mm -hmm. 145 Allen Street. 145 Allen Street. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that, I if that helps. Check that out. I don't know if that helps. Gabriel's, you can send the uh, Next, check to, there you go, to <laughs> PO Box. Around that area, wherever that uh, is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you know. Near uh, Bryant. Put on my old man glasses. Yeah, but that's that's the spot. You should check it out and then huh. let let Phil know if I led you in the right direction. Yes. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. So I didn't I didn't finish my story about how many cookies we go through okay, when we nice. go west. Yeah. So it's a week and a half trip. We have to bring everything for a week and a half. So we would fill he yeah. we'd fill a minivan to the brim all the way cookies. to the top. Like you couldn't fit anything else in that in that van right. to the point where for a week and a half we'd have a backpack. With everything that we'd have to survive. Yeah, that we'd need to live off of. Wow. Well, the one year we did fit. All the clothes, all of everything. We did manage we did to squeeze in golf clubs, golf clubs. Because I had I had a golf membership, so we golfed. For free for like a week. twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I think we put stuff on the roof that year, too. We did put stuff on the um, roof. What'd you take? What'd you drive? What was it? As a, a Dodge Min caravan. Minivan, minivan, yeah. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, we took almost 2,000 dozen cookies with us for that trip to do two events. Holy shit. That's, so, that's a lot of cookies. <laughs> yeah, spent three days selling cookies in Iowa, uh, spent four days golfing, spent one day at the Field of Dreams in Iowa, which was awesome. That was That's cool. still one of my favorite that, days. That was one of the best days of my life. We we had a catch. Nobody, You know nobody in Iowa actually says that. That was just something hey, that... let's have a catch. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Gosner just said that one day, and they were like, "Oh yeah, let's let's we'll use put that." that in the movie, huh? I didn't know that. Yep, that's cool. Walked so it, walked into the corn, threw some BP for random strangers. <laughs> walked into the corn, walked out of the corn. Oh, you survived. <laughs> You're good. Shag some flies. Yeah, hit some dingers. Hit some dingers. Now we didn't hit any dingers. I didn't hit any dingers no, either. We didn't, no dingers. The thing that people don't realize about the Field of Dreams is that um, they've actually th there's a telephone pole in right field now. Right. Like right in the middle of right field, there's a big telephone pole. Hmm. Yeah, I've only seen that movie like once or twice. So I, actually, I don't. Remember. I think they moved the phone pole because there was supposed to be a major league game there this year. Whoa, that's cool. yeah. I think yeah. the Mets and the Pirates were supposed to play wow. an official major league game there this year, and they didn't do it obviously because the major league season was completely eviscerated by uh, the pandemic. But yeah, initially the the idea was to play a game at the Field of Dreams. Wow, pretty neat. That would have been cool. I'd love to have a ticket for that game. Oh man, yeah, because there there can't be that many tickets. You'd have to have the player. The players would have to come from the you corn. Would have to come from the corn. <laughs> is it is it really <laughs> like that? The only way. Yeah, you do. it's yeah. like it looks in the movie. I mean, just like yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's and, it's like flat. Yep. It's just cornfields. <laughs> yep. And Dyersville. Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville, Iowa. Wow. So when you bring 2,000 cookies, like, what's the shelf life on these? Like, how long can they, like, if they're packaged, how long do they last? Well, here's the issue, especially with that trip, is uh, <laughs> August and August in Iowa, uh, a little humid. Uh, okay. These cookies are mm -hmm. not great when it's he hot and humid. Um, 
So the regular shelf life at room temperature in a low humidity environment, it's about four to six weeks. Wow, that's pretty good, though. Which Jeez. is pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for, for that kind of road trip, it's we've, we've been trying for years to find ways to keep them cool um, so that everything makes it through those two weeks. And we haven't always been successful. We would just send some with Sarah. Yeah, we would sometimes. I've, I've shipped them out before. We've sent them to a friend's house and we stored them in a root cellar for a week to try and keep them cool. We would unload 30 cases of cookies into an elevator and take them up to a hotel room, which we'd keep at meat locker like, temperature. <laughs> all the, as cold as possible. Turn the AC down as far as you can. It's like August and you're using all the blankets. Right, that's crazy. <laughs> because it's just freezing. Yeah. Uh, we do it every can and, and short of buying a refrigerator truck, I don't know what else to do. Do you miss, do you miss being on the road this year? Uh, it's kind of like losing a limb. I do. Yeah. I feel the, I feel the phantom itch of like a hand that's not there anymore. Like as much work as it is, it, like, and you, you know, you drive for hours and hours, but it's, you know, you're kind of, once you get there, you get into this zone. Yeah. We're, and, um, Amy and I were talking about this this week, how in, in some, in some ways, 2020 has been, been a positive experience. That, uh, you know, she just bought a house in Buffalo and it's given us time to settle into the house and to get some projects done. And we got, we, had, we adopted two dogs that we've had time to spend, just been training them and, you know, bringing them into the family. And, and there's so many things that have been really positive about that. Um, when I'm on the road, I'm, I'm home for four days, maybe, and I'm gone for at least three days every week. So it's it's given she and I time to kind of develop our relationship a little more because I'm not gone all the time. But at the on the other hand, there's you're depending on one person to be kind of your entire social world. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So my my desire to get out back on the road and and see these see folks that I have I get to see them once a year usually, or get to spend a weekend with Phil, who I've known forever, but I haven't seen since pre-pandemic. Yeah, at least. I think we had a beer in January. Yeah, we yeah. Maybe um, maybe around Christmas right or around maybe Christmas, late, late, late January. January. Um so like the fact that we've developed these relationships all over the country and and now you don't get to service those relationships, maintain them is is really hard. And it's to be completely honest, yeah, it's it's been very difficult to not see some of these people and drive to these events especially the the ones like iowa where we have developed a kind of a road family and identity out there and i think iowa misses us to be honest it's not you know well they're all watching so yeah there you go. is everyone is there is our entire iowa family on there we, we've had some uh some different families popping okay. in so okay i didn't yep. think you were so you you really weekly you're gone that much yeah so you're on the road like half the year almost it's, uh, in a busy season it's it's every weekend from march until october wow. so, so you would dr- yeah. for most of these if they're further than a couple hours yeah you're staying overnight you're staying overnight so you're you're leaving on either thursday or friday right and you're coming back sunday or monday right and then you're making cookies tuesday wednesday thursday friday sometimes and then you're loading it up and you're gone again. It's really it's really full time. So you don't have like a, a, a job when you're doing that. No, that's that's, that's that your season. soul. You're, yeah. Okay. From, from March, middle of beginning of March till October. That's all I do. Yeah. 
and it's you, you don't really get many days off. And, it's and it's more work, I'm sure, oh, than yeah. a regular job. I don't want to yeah, sound like I'm complaining because I'm not. It's it's yeah. um, it's very tiring, and it does it does put a lot of uh, pressure on on friendships and, and relationships because you don't have that time. And like I didn't get to see my kids as much. So I would love to see my kids during those times. And but on the other hand, I really enjoy it. So you know, I feel a little guilty for <laughs> right. enjoying it so much. And I but I feel really bad that mm. I can't do some of the thing other things that I'd like to do. Um, I feel bad that I can't play golf. Yeah, you know, I love to play golf, but I never get a chance because during you know when when it's nice out, I'm working. Um, so I'm sure you played a decent amount of golf this year. Then, uh, God, I would have loved to have played a decent amount of golf this year, but with uh, with no job came no money. Um, so yeah, my my paycheck definitely shrunk. I thought I heard the door open upstairs. Didn't it sound like it, or am I hearing things? No, is that door? I heard, I heard something. That door's locked. I isn't read it. it? Is it the ghost? I don't think it's locked. Oh, boy. It, it wasn't no locked. Better. I just walked in. You want to go lock it? You better go lock it. <laughs> every once in a while, like every time we do the podcast, somebody does a door check. They're like, oh. oh and they just walk oh, in. Oh, I'm breaking through the floor. I'm Jesus. breaking everything. Oh, better go back. No more Welsh cookies. I'm go back. Uh, Jesse, you can't see it here, but Jesse <laughs> <laughs> just stepped all the way she through a went. floorboard. <laughs> Killing it. Holy shit. <laughs> so were you gonna come back to Iowa this year? Was that part of the plan? Like we talked about it very early in the year, and then you know, things, I was hoping things to. went to hell. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to be able to schedule that stuff because that the way that meshes up with with everything else. Like I don't I don't really love the thing that makes it tough for me to go out there is the return trip. Right. Um either having to fly back or rush back or right. drive separate, right. you know, to Iowa and back, right. which is madness. Um, so that's made it tough. Okay. But one way bus. And this year, this year I couldn't have anyway, because we started back to work earlier. Oh really? Yeah. So, cause yeah, I usually start back the week after Iowa. Yeah. So this, this year I started back on like August 3rd. Oh Jesus. Right, like right the first Monday of August. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I'd really like to be able to do that again. Right. Well, Iowa people, uh, you have to get on the, and you know, put all the pressure you can on. Well, you, you know what else though, Iowa people, I love you. Um, I've come to see you about ten times. That road does go both ways. Uh does go both ways. You can come here. Okay. You're Rick, invited. Rick has come here. Love it for you to come here. Rick did come here. Rick's been out here a couple of times. Um, Sarah and Steve, yeah, you guys don't have much of an excuse. Uh, they were actually, they called me this winter and they were planning on coming out and right. then all the, the pandemic stuff hit and okay. that kind of, you know, fell through. They did talk about coming out this year. Okay. If you lived in Iowa, why would you leave? I was like, got to be the low, the low key as Crystal. best spot right. in the world. As Crystal. Yeah. I, I don't know why anyone would leave. It's our friend. She she lives in Iowa. She lives here. She, she was from, from Iowa. Iowa. Gotcha. Yeah. But she left when she was little. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. It, yeah. It's really nice, especially for someone of my sorts, like in, to be outdoors and what it's like out there. It's cool. So it is uh, broilingly hot and there's a lot of corn. There's yeah. There's a lot of corn. And you know everybody thinks of Nebraska when they think of corn, but don't tell that to the Iowans. Iowa because, corn is so much better than Nebraska corn. Yeah. 
Fuck Nebraska yeah. corn. Is, is, is you hear that, is Nebraska? Actual, fuck you, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, and your corn. corn. Pick up your corn game, Nebraska. Is that a real thing? Is there corn fights? That's how we would start fights in Iowa. <laughs> Tell them that Nebraska corn is better. Oh, boy. And then immediately throw in hands. <laughs> the corn in Iowa is so prolific that some of the people have turned into corn. They're just so, like... They're tall and tall yellow. And, tall and skinny and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I've only ever been out there in August, though. I've never seen Iowa in uh, February. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's even whiter than it is in <laughs> August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, I mean, while we're talking, like, this is going to be an entire podcast about Iowa. And okay. Like, did you guys hear anything about this giant storm they had last month? The did I show? Yeah, we mentioned it. We, we mentioned it on the podcast. Did. I mentioned it. You weren't paying attention. Oh, sounds right. Uh, there was it was like a what? Basically, a straight line hurricane Whoa. with 130 mile an hour winds. Oh shit! You did mention yeah. that, and it was you, it was right through the part of okay. Iowa that that we traveled to. Um, and one of my one of my great friends from college lives out there, Rick Zeller. Shout out to Rick Zout or Zcom.com. Um, Zcom.com. I'm pretty sure it's Zcom.com. If I screwed that up, he'll let me know at some point. That's actually a dirty website, so don't go there. Oh, it could be both. It could be Rick's and be a dirty website. Rick's website is dirty. Yes. Is it really? No. Oh. No, he's a freelance writer for construction. <laughs> I was, was going to check. It's the cleanest, the cleanest <laughs> most boring white website in the history of websites. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but they get this huge storm, and it destroys, like, what, half of the... <clears throat> Half the corn crop and soybean crop in Iowa, wow. and it wow, no news. I didn't know it was. That, yeah, they got no coverage. No, if, I mean, if that happened anywhere other than a flyover state, yep, you know, we'd know about it. If it happened in California, if it happened in New York, even if it happened in Western New York, mm-hmm. it would be news. But it happened in Iowa, and it's like this this void black hole of interest and news. Um, That's the best part about Iowa. Right, but it's going to affect. <laughs> here's the the part is it's going to affect everyone's prices. On oh, that's true. Because yeah. of this huge loss of of farm revenue, that the 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 effect of it is going to be so widespread. So your moonshine prices are going to go up. Sure. Oh no, no, we we get corn from you know just from a Mennonite next door. So I don't think. Well, it, yeah, but it'll you, change. You don't think prices. it's going to? You don't think it'll change the whole market? <laughs> Not for actually. You notice with the Mennonites is they don't fluctuate. They, really? They're consistent. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> they have their own. It's like they have their own market, you know, because they every, based on what it costs. Everything them. they use is homegrown, so they it's not like they have to outsize, you know, outsource anything. Mm-hmm. So they have their own market. Okay, so they're not married to fixed costs like fertilizer, clearly not gasoline, right? Yeah, because you know Wait, they, they, they use, use gasoline, they right? use their cow manure. You know, they right. don't have fertilizer, and then when it comes to gasoline, a lot of them, some of them use tractors, some of them do it the hard way. You know. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sure gas. I'm sure gas would probably be the one cost that really affects them. Right. Yeah. So, especially when it comes to hauling their products away, because right. you mm-hmm. know they do sell to bigger okay so stores pay, and stuff like that. Yes. Costs or so like I that. imagine gas would be the one that would be like probably gotcha. change a lot for them. Yeah. That's for sure. So, have you been to Penyan much? Uh. I've been through Penyan a bunch of times. I've been to Penyan probably five times in my okay. life. Like, come here intentionally. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually really interested. We brought our dogs with us. We want to go hike part of the outlet trail, which nice. I, which Phil's been intimately involved with, and is now what the president the, the president of. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's killed his way to the top of that organizational food chart. 
El Presidente. Um, take that, Hillary. El Presidente, yeah. I beat you. <laughs> I beat you, Hillary. For life. For life. Um, so actually, Phil, that's a great segue. I need to know where to go on the outlet trail. What is, what is, well, bang for my buck. What am I? Bang what, for your buck. Um, the best, the my favorite section of it where right. you're going to see the most things is between Milo Mill and Cascade Mill. That's about, gosh, like a two and a half mile stretch okay. tops. But there's a turtle pond. Okay. There's two waterfalls. Um, I, I think it, that's a really nice walk. I always mm -hmm. take my dog because my dog, I'm, you're probably not allowed to do this, but I let my dog run in the, because he can get down in the creek there and run around and be crazy. So that's a yeah. fun spot. I don't know how they feel about the dogs getting in the water. As long as you can control. I mean, I the thing about the dogs getting in the water, it's perfectly allowed. I don't know if I'd really, the water quality is not, necessarily what you would want your dog to drink right yeah uh, it might be fine but there is you know there is some wastewater effluent that gets sure. discharged in there from penyan really and dogs are licking their own butts constantly so dogs how bad could it be? yeah sometimes my dog will lick his butt for like 30 <laughs> minutes without coming up for breath like what are you circular breathing come on circular <laughs> yeah. breathing. it's like, like playing if, the didgeridoo like the bagpipes <laughs> That's funny. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, the best thing about you being on this podcast is you're the only person I've ever seen make Phil a little uncomfortable with what you're going to say. <laughs> and I love it because like, I've never been able to do that. Like really? He's always ready for me. Okay. Like with you, I watch him every once in a while. I look at you like, what, what the hell is he going to say? <laughs> I've settled down. No, and that's true. Pete, Pete, that's, Pete right. knows me from before I settled down. <laughs> that's why we're not as terrible of people as we used to be. Mm -hmm. Like they're great cookies, <laughs> terrible people, but we're not nearly as terrible as we used to be. And, and, but I, I, we want that legend to live on. But we can be as terrible once as we ever were. True. True. I can't bring that energy every weekend. But <clears throat> once or twice a year, we can still summon it up. Um, like a like a reunion tour of a an, you know 60s rock and roll band. We can do it once or twice a year. Um, yeah. And come with the same energy. Yeah. But, man, I can't pay the cost afterwards. Right. I mean, I'm 51. I can't do that. <laughs> like, that's going to that's gonna kill me. Um so it's, it's, that's the other thing <clears throat> that I've missed this year is like, you don't get to just have one weekend. We're just going to throw down. You're just going to, I miss that weekend. We used to have that weekend and yep. there were people that didn't like us having that weekend and made it a lot less fun. On occasion. Interesting. We used to, we used to have, you know, at least one oh. week a year where we get everybody yeah. out. Oh yeah. And, yeah. uh, we got back into that show, the Great American Irish Festival. <laughs> but uh, you guys, imagine. you guys got dropped out of the show. Uh, I think we got well, banned from it's Frankfurt. Not, it's not we got dropped out of the show. It's I, I'll take the hit on that. I I made a series of bad decisions that culminated in my being forcibly removed from an event. And by forcibly removed, I meant there were two guys who took me out of the parking lot, and they were definitely supposed to kick my ass. Yes. Whoa. Are we allowed uh, yes. to? Are we allowed to get into this story or no? That's all. That's, I want. I want in on this story. I have to know. This well, does. This does. This is permanent. So. Right. There's a permanent record of this, and I and I've owned up to this. This. Uh, <laughs> this unfortunate series. A series of unfortunate events. <laughs> a couple of different times, I think, but never quite on in a digital format like this. Suffice to say, I didn't get invited back to the show one year because I got my paperwork in late. So I was 
wasn't going to be allowed to come back because of a, a communications breakdown between the show and I. Okay. Uh, I, I thought they had sent me the form or hadn't sent me the form. They insisted they had. Um, so I wasn't going to be able to attend. I tried to shame that show into letting me back in by stressing all of our good qualities and the fact that we were great donors to the event, that we provided cookies for their volunteers free of charge, that we had a history there, that we, my father helped start that event. Um, and then I tried to basically blackmail them socially uh, by getting starting a writing campaign to their entire board of directors uh, online. <laughs> we should was, get into politics. Which was pretty effective <laughs> at annoying them. Um, so then I decided I, we're just going to go to the, I'm, I was just going to go to the show as a patron because I'll just buy a ticket and get in. Um, that didn't go well. Uh, I think I was kicked out within 10 minutes of walking through. <laughs> what do you mean 10 minutes? You made it like 10 steps. No, I Were you it, there? I all the way. Oh, yeah. You walked Phil through the gate. And Phil immediately I told the Pete. other direction. So Pete said, I'm going to go. I'm going to donate cookies and try to like right. sweet talk my way in. And <laughs> we pulled into there and they were like, Oh, they were Pete, waiting for Pete us. Brown. No, no, you can't be. And he, you were like, well, let me at least donate the cookies. Right. So you were still trying to. Still trying to be nice. Be nice. And, uh, they weren't really into that either. And no. then why? What the hell is mm, their deal? And then what happened was the next day we decided, you know, okay, well, we'll just stay and be patrons. Yeah. That night. That night, yeah, we came in. Pete had a beer in his hand. I did. I and they were him. like, bam, we got him. Right. Because I broke the rules. I brought an uh -huh. outside beer into the show. And they, uh -huh. but they let him through. Yeah. They should have just told him, don't I mean, you know, Pour they, that out. Throw yeah. away. But instead of doing that, they let him pass, so they, and then they pounced him. They got me on a technicality, but I broke the rules. Uh, I was I, I was disorderly, disorderly, not really. infamous. You were infamous. I was infamous, but I didn't. I didn't put up a fight. I didn't put up a physical struggle because a I can't fight. Uh, and what was the famous line? I, I didn't know how many it was going to take. You know how many they were going to use. <laughs> so, just enough. so here's the thing, right? I didn't see this go down. Pete walked in like two steps behind. We were all in a group <laughs> together. Pete was behind me. I was with two, two of my other friends. We walked That's through right. the gate. Jed yep, Jed was there and his dad. We walked through the gate and they like picked off Pete. And I never saw it. And I turn around. I'm like, what the? Like, where did Pete go? Like, whatever. He's probably uh, off doing God his thing. Thank Sean because Sean followed, followed the guys who escorted me out. Uh, another one of my our friends saw this happen and Sean followed them out, following me out so that there'd at least be a witness for Jesus. the monumental <laughs> ass whooping that was about to happen, um, which didn't happen because they, they told me to get in my car and leave. And I said, well, I can't, I'm over the limit. I can't drive. Like, do you guys want me to drive out of, you're telling me to drive drunk. Okay. I'll drive straight to the newspaper um, <laughs> or the radio. Not, they still had newspapers then. Yeah. Um, so they had let me stay till the morning. That um, golf cart got there pretty early, though. Got there very early. Pulled uh, up to the campsite at seven in the morning. Pete Brown, get out! Really? Oh yeah. So <laughs> back and, uh, out I got. I got fucking pounced. Yeah, and that's the tamest. Thanks for the thanks for the story. It's the tamest story we have from that show, actually. That's it. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But <laughs> I think the listeners enjoyed. I enjoyed. Sounded sounds exhilarating. It was fun, and it was a, it was a mistake, and I was immature, and and you know at at forty six or whatever I was at the time, it was silly for me to do. When Phil wasn't egging you on, at that all. was the one time that I was the voice no, of he reason. Phil was the voice of reason. 
usually I went there to make sure he didn't go to jail. I went with him to make sure he didn't end up in jail. And in that respect, he was successful. And he did, I not. did not go to jail. All right. I got to get going. Um, I'm going to drop some cookies off at the Laurentide. Okay. Uh, and hopefully I'll see you guys there. Yes. Um, and then we're going to, okay. How do I get to these two mills on the trail? So what you're going to do, this road that goes out that way out of town. Goes that way out of town. Yeah. <laughs> East. These are very good directions. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're on you main, can, we're on main street. You can take the road on either side of this block. Okay. Heading east. Correct. Go east for about three miles. Okay. And there's a parking area on the right. Go east for three miles. Big parking area on the right. If you get to a stop sign, you can park at the parking area there too. Okay. And then I would start walking back this way. Back towards town. Back toward town. Okay. And uh, you get to the first big waterfall that's, you know, the major attraction, Seneca right. Mills Falls. Okay. You go past that. Um, you get to see some cool little stuff. Nice. Um, if you go in the other direction, you'll see uh, a lot of the work that our volunteers have been doing lately as okay. far as a brand new pavilion and, you know, a demolition project and things like that to improve right. it. So Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. But definitely check out Seneca Mills Falls. So that's what I'm looking for. If I were looking it up on Google Maps, I'd look for Seneca Mills Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm, I'm don't know if I'm dropping off cookies before or after we go check that out. Okay. Um, check the weather. Check the weather. Yeah. It's kind of rainy and crappy today. Uh, I know a great place to uh, wait out the rain. Yeah. Is it the winery? It's called the, it's called the Laurentide. It's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) well, I know their beer is delicious. Yeah, um, that really was good. very good. My morning, or it was afternoon. I don't feel bad about. Thanks to Marla. That was really nice. Or she, did she drop it off? Yeah, yeah she, she came that, over. She it. had her apron on. Really? Mm-hmm. That was very nice of her. Yeah. So I will find. Uh, I will find Marla, and I will hopefully find the both of you. Yeah. Before the end of the day. Cool. Absolutely. I have to, I have to go to work at five in the morning tomorrow. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Five in the morning is never fun. No, I start at five in the morning, which is awful. So maybe Amy will drive home and I'll sleep in the car so I get an extra couple hours rest. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then mm. don't forget Gabriel's Gate. Check it out. Gabriel's, Gabriel's Gate. Gate. Oh, yes. Gabriel's if you, Gate. If you like chicken wings, hot chicken wings. Okay. Man, I do so like hot good. chicken wings. So good. Gabriel's yeah. Gate on Allen Street. Yep. Okay. Gabriel's Gate on Allen. Well, you know what? If I forget, I will just watch this. the podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. You should listen to it anyway. Make sure you share it. I will with I will all your friends, uh, my friends on, and I will uh, share it on the infamous Welsh cookie company uh, Facebook page. Oh yeah. You want to, if I can link it to the website too, the yeah. cookies are to stay in. Those are no, the rest of those. Do, do you want to say the website one more time for everyone? Cause I'm sure there's probably some people listening that wouldn't mind maybe ordering. some. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. The website is www.welshcookieman.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook uh, under infamous Welsh cookie company. Uh, my older brother also has some that does Welsh cookies. Uh, don't don't confuse the two sites. Mike's a great guy, but uh, he uses Crisco in his cookies, which is just a crime against God. And that nature. is a crime. That if is a you're crime. not using lard, you're not you're doing not, it right. You're not doing it right. My grandmother Blodwin's flipping over to grave. On the other hand, Mike is a great guy. He, he makes a good product. Um, what's the deal with just really quick before you go? Yeah. What's the deal with drunk lime scootering in St. Paul? Drunk climb scootering in St. Paul. Well, you shouldn't drive a motor vehicle that can carry passengers or exceed 15 <laughs> miles an hour when you've been drinking. But 
you can rent a Lime scooter uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and it will get you from uh, one eating establishment to another. Because, you know, after a long day of working the show, you definitely need to get some food in your belly. So the Lime scooter is the best way to get from the show to the eating establishment. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, those Lime scooters do have a weight limit. You cannot put uh, a six-foot-tall soccer player and then her boyfriend on one and expected to go up a hill. It doesn't work that way. All right. Yes. But I, I highly recommend Lime scootering, uh, and they should definitely have a breathalyzer on those things. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of those like little rental vehicle this things should public, have an interlock device. A, a public service announcement for those of you who want to drink in Lime scooter. Um, they should definitely have a breathalyzer. We, uh, on we will we will definitely link this to the the company for and yeah yeah send think, it their way. No, Let I them think know. I think Lime Scooter should sponsor this company by sending us some scooters. Yeah, you guys. Some we need we need uh, uh, three scooters, four yeah. scooters. We need four scooters. One for a guest, and you know. Three I, I, yeah. I don't think I don't think I'll be using a scooter. We're gonna scooter. <laughs> we're gonna scooter <laughs> from the podcast to the Lauren side. Okay. After each. I just episode. almost fell through the floor. I don't think I should be on a scooter. <laughs> Literally, I'm telling you, there's like I can see, I the can basement. see the basement under the basement. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's where the dungeon is. Yeah, that's okay. the dungeon. Okay. <laughs> don't talk about well, the dungeon. Don't do the dungeon first stuff. Rule of, first rule of Dungeon Club. Don't what? talk about the dungeon. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay. Fight Club. Like, Same thing. It makes sense. Well, All Jesse, right. it's a pleasure meeting yeah, you. Yeah, nice meeting you. Really good to see you again. I will see you hopefully. <laughs> Come back sometime. Very soon. I'd love to. Do yeah, this again. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're yeah, awesome, absolutely. man. Your thanks for coming on. Exactly. You bring a good energy. You really do. It's, it's a lot fun. Of fun. Yeah. All right. Time to cool. find dogs and cookies. And good luck. So, yeah, just have to, if you're going up top there, just click it over oh, and you can go okay. right out. No, no, that don't worry about it. We'll just let another person so come in and then I'll go do it. Yeah. <laughs> just bring people in. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Are we allowed to show his outfit before he leaves? Oh. Can we can we get him see. get his outfit going? Can't. Uh, got to change the angle. Got to have the kilt. Look at that. Well, it's black on black. He's showing a lot of knee there. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Don't yeah, fall through the, the floor. Oh, is that? Oh, is that uh, really? Let me, let me oh, that's your that. shirt. That's, yeah, that's a, that says. Oh, I want one of those. Those are cool. How, how do I get a shirt? We have shirts on the website. Do you? Okay. You can get those on the website. Uh, yeah. Oh, I really like yeah. that shirt. That's. Cool. Can I send you a? Oh, uh, no, probably not. I, I need to get. A, I need to get a, like a screen printer so I can get like nice, like cool shirts. Yeah. You do. All right. Those are cool. Hey. I'm up like a prom dress. All right, dude. Thanks, man. It was really Thanks, nice meeting guys. you. Thanks yeah. for coming so, down. Sorry I messed up your coffee first thing. Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesse brought Pete decaf. I thought the decaf was for him. No, the decaf was for his girlfriend. Oh, shit. And the That's why I read that cream wrong. and sugar was for him. Fuck. It's okay. Yeah. You think he forgives me? She didn't me? come down anyway. You think he forgives me? I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. What do you think, Ply Marianne? She'll, she'll never forgive me. She's been me. quiet today. She'll never forgive me. She's always mad at me. Well, at least she's reliable. Yeah. That, that was cool what uh, he was saying about the the Bills game, the Orchard Park, that they're shutting down the roads and stuff so people can't get to the stadium. They're keeping people away from the game. That's crazy. They just, I guess you they think, just don't want people to freaking... Uh, so here's, 
here's my question, right? So are people allowed inside the stadium? I, I, maybe not. I, I guess not. So I wonder they're... if they're just preventing them from tailgating. Yeah. They're, they're going to do it somewhere else. Like, I guess they just don't want it on their property, which I makes mean, sense. Think about think about the size of those tailgates, though. Yeah. Do you ever been to one? No. You're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to try it. Do you want this, dude? Oh man, I'm hurting. Yeah, I'm hurting. Little hair of the dog from yesterday. Ooh, wrong way. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm still hurting here. I got lit up on uh, something called Uncle Homer's wine. (laughs) You drank something called Uncle Homer's wine. Yeah, it it came. It was a. Was there anything good about it? Jug of wine. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It was not good. good. Sounds like. A weird Saturday. It was Mary's dad's birthday. Oh, happy so, birthday, Paul. Paul. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so we uh, we overdid it. Mm. And Mary overdid it. <laughs> She's still sleeping, I'm sure. So it was a good night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Had a lot of fun. Hey, we went to uh, Pleasant Valley for dinner last night. You ever been to Pleasant Valley Inn? I The Pleasant Valley Inn? Yeah. I've been to the... Pleasant Valley Winery. Yeah, so there's a Pleasant Valley Inn. If you're going just south of Hammondsport to the right, so it's at that big pink place, pink, pink building, and it's very like upscale, hmm. nice restaurant. I had Beef Wellington. I mean, oh, where are you gonna get Beef Wellington around here? It's kind of I don't know. They Beef Never Wellington, a full rack of lamb. Uh, I mean, all kinds. I had of lamb yesterday stuff. too. Did you? Yeah, Ooh, I haven't had a rack of lamb. I was kind of sad. I, I love Beef Wellington. It's hard to get a hold of, so I got it. But I've had a rack of lamb forever. They've got I I've I've been eating a lot of rack of lamb, but um they've got butterflied leg of lamb on sale right now for like five bucks or six bucks a pound. At Morgan's? At at the other grocery store in town. So oh. at the cheaper grocery store. Okay. <laughs> so uh <clears throat> nice. Anyway, so I got three of those. And I just finished the first one. I get about three three meals out of one of those. Oh, that hurts. They're like four pounders. Oh, that hurts. You get a little indigestion oh, or what? No, the, my head still hurts. Really? Yeah. It sucks. You know, you know when you wake up and you think for a second, you're like, should I just pray for death <laughs> or should I wake up? Because I, I was like, I was literally looking up like, have mercy on me and just put me out of my misery right now. <laughs> I do not want to do today. Yeah, dude. So many times when I was on the road with Pete, I'd wake up because sometimes. So one of the things that I really liked about that was kind of a fun thing that you don't really get otherwise. And I think you've probably had some experience doing this kind of thing, but we would trade a lot. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of trades. And I think when you own businesses that produce products that people like, you do a lot of trades. Yeah. So one of the things that we would always do is the like second person, the first person we'd find is the event organizer. So we could figure out where to set up. The second person was the beer vendor. (laughs) We could find the beer vendor. Um, When our first time we went to East Durham Irish festival, we went down and we gave the uh, beer vendor a dozen, dozen cookies. We gave him one of each flavor. A dozen, dozen cookies. Yeah. And every hour, he handed each of us a 32-ounce Smittix for the whole weekend. You guys won. Yes. Because, like, in currency, what's one cookie worth? What's a dozen cookies worth in currency? I mean, it's what it's worth to you. 
And so, I mean, they usually sell retail for about six bucks a dozen, or, you know, if you get a, a quantity, usually goes down to around $5 a dozen. Um, back then we were selling them for $5 a dozen all the time. Really? Yeah. But the, the price really hasn't gone up that much considering what you're getting. Yeah. And they're um, really good. They really are. And I'm not just bullshitting. It's the perfect it's cookie good. to go. The, yeah. the reason I brought them to the Laurentide to get to let them try it was because I think it's the perfect cookie for them. It's the perfect cookie to go with beer. I didn't try it with beer yet. Try it with the beer, dude. Try it with the beer. Yeah. I I surprise I hate dude. Hate, Those ones are really I nice. I hate cherry. Those ones are really light. They good. came out really good. And that's good. Yeah. There's definitely somebody here. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. All right. <laughs> back up. I go. He'll be right back. I guess I should let my feet up. Do, do, do. Who's here? All right, Mom. Do your segment. Dawn. Real quick. Do your segment real quick. We gotta hear what pisses Here's you like off. Real quick. Sit down. Everybody, okay. everybody, special guest, surprise guest, right. Dawn right, Jane. This is my mother. Mom, will you let everyone know what pisses you off? There's lots of things that piss me off. What pisses you off today? Uh, <laughs> Besides nothing, filling high. <laughs> nothing right now pisses me off. But you know, people that wanna come in and sit down and and they're mad that there's no table for them, and then act like assholes when they get in here. Yeah, so that's what pisses you off. <laughs> that pisses me off. Yeah, you're ready to lay smacked on some woman last night, weren't you? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you held all it together right. for yes. all of us. All right, thanks for for the segment. Of thanks, what Tom. pisses you off? Stop you're, being assholes, people. You're very welcome, boys. <laughs> Everybody have a good day. You too. And that's what pisses mom off, and it's not me today, so we're doing good. <laughs> Anytime it's not us, it's a good thing. All right. Okay. So is my mother. Make sure, lock the door, please. Thank you. What were we talking about? I don't know. It was a good conversation. Oh, it was the currency of cookies. The oh, currency no. of but cookies. But then I, then I was talking so about how, how good the cookies were. We're yeah. trying it with the beer, and then I think we were just kind of at a yeah. midpoint. Yeah. He's yeah. cool, man. He's like, I like his energy. He's fun. I imagine that he's got to be a blast. We have such a good a time. Yeah. Well, that so that was the thing. That's part of why Iowa always comes up. Is uh, hey, hey, newbie. He, that part of why Iowa always comes up is because that place specifically. We go halfway across the country and we love it. It's not even the biggest festival, but it's it's the furthest we travel, I think. Um, and we've got a group of people there. It's it's like 15 or 25 bucks or something to get through the gate. I think 25 gets you the whole weekend, 15 a day or something. I'm, I'm not sure. Inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's enough to keep out the riffraff. Right. You know, but you got in there. Yeah. Except for us. Yeah. And we're infamous. And uh, anyway, we've got these people, this whole community of people that have joined around the infamous Welsh cookie company over the years. And we have such a good time that they pay that money and then they just come hang out with us the whole weekend. Really? They just hang out. They at, just at come like tent? stand around the tent wow. and cool, talk man. to us and funny, maybe they'll man. go grab, <laughs> they'll go grab beers or whatever. And, or they'll, they'll jump in and help sell cookies. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. Cool. They love it. That's awesome. That's and, fun and, to make and we get that kind of thing at most festivals, but just the, not to that level. Yeah. 
everywhere, pretty much everywhere, there's at least one or two or three people that are like that. But there, it's like we have like 20 people that <laughs> like they come every year to see us. The the Iowa people are gonna be mad. I'm telling you, it's the best kept secret. Iowa is gotta be. I'm telling you, if I just wanted, if I was ever gonna move, I would go there. Like some of the best hunting. I would definitely. Some of the best I'd like to go land. hunting there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, just. And you're in the middle of nowhere. You're away from everything. Yeah, how nice would it be? How nice would it be to not have to worry about like what well, what's going on up north of us here in Rochester and what's going? They've got it there. Yeah. Oh, do they? You yeah. think the same the same stuff? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, I guess you just don't hear about it then. You don't hear about it. Yeah. You didn't hear about that storm that ripped through there and killed half their corn crop for four days after it happened. Right. They just get they just get glazed over. Interesting. Sucks. Yeah, I was on my way in today. I read a thing about uh, protesters blocking off a hospital in LA yeah. with the yeah. two cops that were shot. Jeez, yeah, I saw scary, that. Scary man. It's scary. I mean, yeah. to me, if they do that and those guys die, they're accessories to murder. Yeah, but they. they I don't know. What they the law they is. won't be held accountable. They should be. No, of course they should. I know. I was I was talking to one of my friends who's in law enforcement, and he said, you know, I asked him. I said isn't that like they should they could be charged for that right and he said yeah but mass arrests are pretty hard to pull off i'm sure and yeah. and with it being nonviolent, which i'm not entirely sure that i i believe that it's nonviolent if it causes somebody injury yeah but that uh some of them would be back out on the street before the last ones were even in right you know? yeah yeah some of these the the, the problem with that type of protesting group is it makes the good protesters look bad. I mean, it's just yeah. like anything else. So yeah. you, you got these people doing this and it, then it makes the whole organization. I don't know if it was a black lives matter protesters. I don't know who it was, but no, who, who who, whoever it was, I mean, you're just, you're ruining it for everyone else. That's all. You, if, if you, it's like you take two steps forward and then you take a step back every yeah. time you do something like that. If you protest so, a hospital, you're a piece of shit. Seriously. Cause you're not only, it wasn't only those police lives. It's other people. You're in, you're in Los Angeles here. Yep. You know, that's a big hospital. Yep. Yeah, it's scary. Scary. I'm so glad we don't have that where we live. We're so, so lucky to live where we do. We have the, the we, ha so what we don't, I mean, we have some of the pieces in place for that to happen, but the thing that prevents it from happening is our size. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not the only, only thing. I, I think we, I, our community uh, would, I don't think you could pull it off because you're not going to get away with it like you do in the cities. The thing with the smaller communities is everyone feels like they're a part of their community and it's they're going to stick up for it. Yeah. So they're not going to let you do these kind of things. Where in a city, what, like, what it's, is, it's, how are they going to stop you though? Uh, you know, what could happen? Things happen. I mean, look sure. at Kenosha, you know, you go to something like that where, you know, it gets out of control. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that you would have. You wouldn't have in a community this size. You'd never have the um, the destruction, but you'd certainly have the protests, and no nobody would stop that, right? And they shouldn't. And that's fine. Protester, sorry, these cookies. My are thing good. with the protests that I would like to see happen, and I like, I'm not one of them, so I, I can't speak for them and and why this is how it is. But I wish that I could see them come out with goals each yeah. time you know here's what we're protesting for yeah it feels like i was reading a thing and it and it really does uh it feels like marxist it really does it feels interesting because 
they want to revamp the system and turn it into like a socialistic socialist system. And that, that seems, it doesn't seem like the right type of movement. That's not, you know, I don't know. That, that's I don't think problem. that's it. So the thing is that that's not what they all want. That's the main statement. That's what the some of the vocal ones want. From the main. Yeah, that's the problem is, you know, a lot of people have been separating the leadership of black the Black Lives Matter organization from the movement Black Lives Matter. Right. And I think that's a big part of why is because I, I don't think that the movement is Marxist. I think well, the organization is. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Because I, it makes it hard because they associate each other right, with each other. That's the problem with one that these people are ruining for, for the movement. They're starting to take away from it when you do this. Because I'll tell you what, all it does is you turn on your TV and you see this stuff and uh, how can you get behind some of this shit? Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy out there. It, it's really crazy. Actually, I've seen some. Oh, you're gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna be happy with me. So I, I need you to elaborate on this. All right. So I seen George, Joe Jorgensen. Uh, uh-huh. She was for it, for the the movement, right? For yeah. the for the organization as well. No. And then I seen that. Then she backstepped away from it once a lot of the. No. Yeah, I, I think that you. So she, I, I never saw her endorse the organization. I did see her walk with them. Mm-hmm. I did see her endorse the idea that um, Black Lives Matter too, which they do, and yeah. a lot of libertarians I see out there with her saying the things that that we all know that all like everybody says, oh, all lives matter, and well, you know what, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. I wish that when they when they founded that movement that they would have called it All Lives Matter or that they would have called it Black Lives Matter 2 so that they could, I think it would have changed their messaging. Yeah. And I think it, w- it would have resonated with a wider group of people. I, I just, so for me, I, see, I, I actually seen where she stepped back away from it once people weren't happy that she was involved. I saw, I, yeah, this was like two weeks ago or three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. I just want like I think that I, I don't think she really stepped back from it. I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. but I don't think she stepped back from it. I think that she elaborated on it. I think that she um clarified what she was talking about. I don't think she changed what she was saying. She didn't change what she meant. I, I don't know. I seen it as just and again, I mean I like her and everything, but I if you want to bring up a negative that I seen and because I thought you could elaborate to me a little better yeah. looking at because it, it really did look like she was she was moving she was with the movement but she was also she was with the organization at that and that's where mm. everyone was having a problem and then she stepped yeah. back from it which I appreciated but then people are saying I guess I didn't see that yeah uh, it was a it's a big thing now that you got me all into the libertarian stuff I like follow everything and I'm a part of everything and I seen like a lot of people were upset that she was doing that yeah and I seen, you know, so it was interesting. One thing, one thing that I see with the with the libertarian movement that's a little bit tricky mm-hmm. is that um, there are people who go in there to be a troll. There are people that are not libertarians who go in there and kind of try to play devil's advocate, or or worse. They try to stir stuff up and twist things. I don't know how much it's that or how much when we've talked off air where I feel like out of any party, 
there's too much there's too much of swaying there there's not like a a set of beliefs really it's like yeah. yeah like one side's this way one side's that way so it almost so, feels like a party that's separated it is yeah no <laughs> that's like a, a single party that's a great crazy. way to yeah. so you see that as a negative i see it as a as a really big positive because um it's a party that has a set a, a set of principles that they follow yeah and Besides that, you can believe whatever you want to believe. And that's the major principle of it is that you can believe whatever you want to believe as long as you're not hurting anybody. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you don't force anybody else to do it. We don't but believe think, in legislating morality. Do you think of it as a team, though? Because I always think of everything. Being an like avid athlete, it's all I cared about my whole life. And being on a team, if you don't set the same goals and have the same beliefs, you're not going to win. Okay, let me ask you this then. I love that analogy. All right. Wait, do, do you love it? Or do you no, think I do. Dumb what I no, said? I love it. No, it's okay. perfect. Okay. So you played football. Yeah. What was your goal? You had two major goals in football, right? Yeah. What, what were the two goals? Well, the, the end goal is to win at all, you, of course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So end goal, win the game. Yeah. Um, but during a game, you got two things that you're trying to do. You're trying to get into the end zone with the ball. Keep the other person away. Keep the other team out of their end zone. Right. Right? But there's more How to do it. you do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you've got an offensive line, a defensive line, a quarterback. You've got running backs, defensive back. You know, you've got all these people who, but you've got people whose job it is to play defense, and you've got people whose job it is to play offense. you got, they all have different roles. Right. And they all come from different angles to achieve the same thing. And that's a great way to look at, you know, for the Libertarian Party, we all want you to be able to have more freedom. We all want to prevent the government from interfering with you unless you're hurting somebody. Yeah, yeah, but they have a different set of beliefs. That, yeah, that's yeah. So, the, so, so, so the beliefs don't match up. The, so the beliefs don't match up with the principles in a way. So, that's, so, that's so, so their way, so we've got some libertarians that are, uh, that love guns. Right. We'll go second memo with this. Yeah. We've got some that love guns and we've got some that don't want to look at them. Don't want to touch them. Don't want to be near them. Libertarians respect the second amendment. Do they? Yes, I see a lot where they don't. Some don't, but it might be if the they trolls don't. They're not libertarians. Yeah, right, they're tr okay. they're trolls. The people who, so so the point is, my point that I'm getting at with that specific example is that they, while they might hate guns, they're they would try to convince you that you shouldn't use guns, you shouldn't have guns, rather than making laws against it. Right. If they hate gay marriage, I know this is all in the you know. Supreme Court, it's already settled. Right. But if they hated gay marriage, they would just try to convince gay people not to get married instead of banning it. They're not into banning shit. Right. They're into other than hurting people. Right. So so you, you can't have corporations or individuals that hurt other people. But um, other than that, do what you want, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I see some people that on these forums now that I want, I 
read because I want to be able to hang here with you and chat it because I don't know it very well. And I see a lot of people that I'm like are almost spot on believe the way I'm talking like I can see myself writing the things they were writing. Like I see yeah. it. Then there's times where I'm reading. I'm like, dude, that's all like that. Like you're do you have any, here. You're, do you have I'm any just examples? like, I, I don't off the top of my head. The main, the main thing that I notice is there's a lot of like arguing between the party of what, yeah. what, yeah. what does this mean? It's like, there's a lot of like, <laughs> like, Oh, well this means this, this person's like, no, that doesn't mean that. You know, right. I, I see a lot of that because it seems like it's, you know, when you say no, like every, all, all we want is freedom. Well, right. freedom to someone else and to to freedom to you and to me could be completely different. Like yeah. what we think is freedom and what you're not restricting my rights, but you're safe. That can be. So when I so that's when a I line that you know when I pay my dues for the Libertarian Party, yeah, I have to sign off on a thing that says that I won't use the government to force other people to do things that I think are moral, whatever. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm wording that wrong, but essentially I have to sign off that I don't condone using force and using laws and using the government to force other people to do things just because I think they're moral. It's, it's whether or not it's, um, causing harm. So if you're not causing harm, it, it, there's a thing called the non-aggression principle. That's kind of like the overarching principle. And it, it's basically that you um, can't do anything that forces other people to do things. Right. Unless they're causing harm. Yeah. There's there's some things on that on the Libertarian Party that I, I could just jump behind. Like there and there's other parts where I, they miss me a lot. But yeah. So the other thing But I think you can say that about anything. So I as a Republican, you know, I, I don't think you should have the right to tell a woman that she can't have an abortion. I, 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 I'm against that. So that's not a very Republican thing. You know, there's right. lots of things that yeah. Republicans think that like, I don't care about gay marriage. Sure. Go, yeah. go get married. I don't care. Like the yeah. don't, doesn't affect abortion, anybody else. Like, I mean, abortion is, is one of the trickiest issues of libertarianism, but one of the founding um, principles is that we don't think that the government should get involved with it. Right. We don't, we're not, we have a lot of people who are pro-life and a lot of people that are uh, pro-choice, but we don't think the government should get involved with it. Right. And we think it should be between a woman and her doctor. Yeah. And most of us don't think that, I don't know. I don't know what most of us think. I don't, I, I hope that a lot of people can avoid that option. Yeah. Um, There's a majority of my friends being from Yates County, of course, we're very red that believe exactly the way I do. It's yeah. so funny. Like things that I guess you ha have to think to be a Republican. We are not, we're not there. Like the marijuana, like who cares? Like legalize it. The yeah. Abortion, you know, let it, it's their, it's their choice, not ours. I mean, there's so many things that, so it's tough. I think there's a new movement, even in the Republican party. I think, uh, and I think you're starting to see those people become libertarian. Right. Yeah. That's and that's what happened. happened. I mean, that's how the Republican party, came to existence right was they saw what was happening in in the 1800s yeah mid 1800s and abraham lincoln sprung up and was the first republican president and in a lot of ways was doing things that are a lot closer to what the libertarian party wants 
than what the current Republican Party wants. And you're starting to see that attitudes are shifting toward more libertarian ideas from both sides. I mean, for Republicans, the left's the left's pretty radical. In my opinion. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them are. I mean, but, there's right so here's the thing, right? The left radical. So, scary, so with here's where here's where libertarians mesh up with a lot of Democrats is on social issues. Okay. So, and you're starting. I mean, those are things where you're starting to shift toward the social issues being on the side of the libertarians. It sounds right. like. Yeah. So, but that's kind of where the Democrats have shifted over toward, I mean, the libertarians have been like that since the seventies when they were founded. Yeah. Is they always since 1971 were for gay marriage were for, um, choice were for, you know, all those things. And, um, but I think, I think you're going to start to see people come over that way. The thing that really bothers me and I watched, um, what the commission on presidential debates is doing. And they had they streamed their meeting on Zoom, and they had lots of questions from libertarians about why are you blocking Joe Jorgensen? Right. They said, "Oh well, you know, if we had everybody who uh, filed to be president, we can't have four thousand people on the stage. Like, that's how many people filed to be president. Four thousand people really right. did. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, okay. right?" There's only three people who are on the ballot in every single state and Washington, D.C. Yeah. There are only four people who could reach 270 electoral votes based on the ballots that they're on. Yeah. We can't have three to four people on the stage. Yeah, I would say I don't think four. I I, I, I think you'd, you'd, it is nice to keep it tight because at least you can the problem is and maybe you could do more but you'd have to change the way the debates are because why the hell in the united states of america is there commercials during our presidential debates right what the hell we can't we can't afford to straight stream our complete of debates like so that's the thing it's like oh there's commercials and they're not getting much time to answer i I don't yeah. like it in general. So yeah. I, I don't know why the hell people aren't saying, hey, these people are going to lead our country. Can we watch them for an hour or two straight? Yeah. Without a goddamn commercial. It's <laughs> a mean, sham. It, it, it's a sham so crazy, anyway. You yeah. know? And I don't know. When, when is it? When's it going to be streamed? So we're going to do it uh, on the 29th, September 29th. Okay. Um, we'll be the first one. Nice. That's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to suck. Dude, it's going to be good. It's It's just going to be, it's going to be two parties that I consider pretty much the same. It's going to be fun. It's a two headed beast. It's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of good quotes coming from that debate and lots of, uh, I'm ready for it. Should we bring a chalkboard for that? (laughs) I feel like we should have a, we should have. The pros and the con- just hash marks out. Trump said something dumb. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden almost fell asleep. Joe Biden forgot where he was. Joe Trump B- said bigly. <laughs> Joe Biden won't keep his hands off the speaker. <laughs> Biden tried to sniff somebody. 
Oh god. All I'm saying Trump's is Trump's talking about how good looking his daughter is. Yeah, there's gonna be lots of <laughs> lots of weird stuff going on. <laughs> you don't think that Trump's gonna talk about how good looking his daughter is again. I, I dude, I hope not. That was <laughs> weird, dude. Donald, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> listen, listen, Donald Trump. Over here. Hey. Please come on with this stuff about your daughter. Just come on. <laughs> calling your daughter an absolute <laughs> smoke on live tv it's like okay all right i mean uh, <laughs> it's honesty but it's not you shouldn't say that <laughs> she is but you shouldn't say yeah, it yeah but you can't say it it's a lot of stuff that's true that you shouldn't say yes and that's one and let's talk about that <laughs> <laughs> the best one i i seen this video of joe biden the other day and he and he was talking about the coronavirus deaths did you see that that mistake he made it was so, it was so, so I don't know. It's like 150,000. He people said like, like 150 million. million or 15 million people die. And then like, and then he tried to like step it back, but then he made it. He, dude, this guy, I'm telling you, and this pisses. All no, but, okay. Look, here's the thing. I, I get where, I get where you're coming from. And I agree that it's kind of embarrassing, but it's not that he's never been known for being eloquent. It's not that he's it's always said. He's he's known for having gaffes. Like, I I think widely, and people get upset with me, especially my Democrat friends get upset with me. I think he has Alzheimer's. I think medically he's got something going on. He yeah. he loses his train of thought too much. He and I I seriously I feel bad for the guy because certainly some senility setting in. I don't think he's as bad as we all try to joke. I mean, it's fun to play to pick on him. I mean, I'm sure he's harmless. Uh, but socially, he he doesn't he's he doesn't got it socially. He doesn't understand how to act around women. Around he doesn't know how to understand how to act in public. He can't speak well in public, and I mean it's just scary that you're going to let him deal with foreign leaders. And I mean I'm sure people say the same thing about Trump. But that's scary as well, you know, with the way he talks. So yeah, I mean I yeah, don't know. I feel I bad know. for Joe Biden because I feel like right now they're like doing all they can to get. They're like doing everything they can to get him to do. Why this. do you think? Why do you think he didn't run last time? I uh, he's not fit to run, and he was he's the best shot they had. Why he, why do you think that he let? Why do you think that he didn't run last time? Why do you think? I don't, I don't know. I've, I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, you know, because Hillary's his buddy. They're buddies. Are they? Yeah. You think that. You think that Hillary has friends? Hillary, Bar I don't think Hillary has Barack and Joe Biden are all like. I don't buddies. think I don't know. I don't think any of them like each other. I'm telling I you, I think it's a show. I don't think any of them actually like each other. What the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to get Biden in there, and he's not going to make it full the whole way. I'll, I guarantee it. Kamala Harris will be your president. You don't think he's going to live four years? No, five not, years? not live. I just think he'll have medical issues that mm -hmm. won't allow him to to be the acting president. I see it coming. I do. And again, you know, everyone knows how I feel about Kamala Harris. Uh, so I don't have to say it again for the 10,000th time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it sucks. I would, I would love, uh, I'd love to uh, vote Mickey Mouse in this year. So he almost won last year. He got a lot. Look at or the last four. So, <laughs> so my cousin, my cousin reached out to me yesterday, two days ago and asked me, you know, I see you post a lot of stuff about Joe Jorgensen. What's the deal? Like, why do you like her? And I, I, I told her, you know, first off, 
because she actually wanted to know the answer. So I said, thanks for, thanks for asking. I'm happy. If anybody wants to talk about it, I'm happy to talk about it. He's happy to talk. About um, it. Thanks for asking and actually caring what the answer was instead of like some people just ask so that they can find a way to like disagree. Yeah. But. Which is okay too. Which it's always good for a debate. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't mind saying there's a time for that. Yeah, uh, like I yeah I do like that. But she was actually just legitimately curious, and I said you know a, a few things. You know she she actually wants to bring the troops home. She actually wants to end the war on drugs, which I think is the biggest law enforcement reform that we could ever have. Um, she wants to end qualified immunity. She wants to um, give people more rights and autonomy over themselves and. Um, I don't see that in the other candidates. No, they've all had the opportunities. Um, somebody the other day thought that, uh, Biden, I don't know, they, they were blaming Trump for the, uh, the children being kept in cages at the, at the border, which he still, I don't think he's ended that yet. Yeah. But that and should that started during another president. Right. So I brought up the fact, you know what, actually that was happening when Biden was in the white house. Yeah. So he's not better. No. And but everyone doesn't no and when you bring that up, I'm telling you, no one has any oh, they lit me up. to say. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, they lit me up for that. Why? Because well, so, so so the comment was, you know, Trump's a real piece of shit and he he does these horrible things and like just listed off a bunch of bad qualities yeah. that were just kind of a personal attack and then said, you know, that he keeps kids in cages and uh and something else and i said well hold on oh and and has not d addressed the fact that putin has had bounties on our soldiers heads and i said well the thing about the the bounties is really bad that's bad really bad yeah that's a bad the um really bad and he's rolled over for the russians as much as everybody has their opinions on whatever side i he mean he has he has done some things that like when he sh when he gave the okay to shoot that freaking plane with that guy in it that was going to piss the Russians. So he did. I mean, he's done some things, yeah. but but you're right on that whole bounty thing. Bad. But I mean, but what what are you going to do? Right. But I mean, what, are we going to go to war with Russia? Like, that, that's well, not we could we, we could at least you know stop. denounce them publicly. Yeah, we could denounce them publicly. We could uh, put sanctions on them. Don't we already sanction? We them? could expel their, you know. They're diplomats. Okay. There, there are a lot of things we could do. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so anyway, um, I said, you know, about the first off, it's just a personal attack against Trump, which has nothing to do with a logical argument. So it was the first part of it. The second part, the third part was really bad about the bounties. And the second part was something that was happening when Biden was in the White House. Right. So like how is that part of your argument when you're trying to get the guy back in the White House? Not only that, Not very good but 30 years ago he was the guy who got the crime bill passed that has blown up our prison system. It's yeah. Filled it with young black men. And Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris <laughs> has the highest is a fucking horrible human being. Conviction rate of young African American males like ever. Will put young black men and other people in jail even if she knows that they're not guilty oh, so just so scary. that she can marry so scary that's so scary I, can you imagine can you imagine just being in the wrong place at the wrong time 
and not getting your chance to put in DNA to save your life. I mean, uh, some sometimes you shouldn't be in that place, but it, I hope if I'm ever in the wrong place at the wrong time that I get a chance to defend myself, at least with my DNA. Yeah. That would be nice. So I don't know. I don't know how we fix that. I mean, I know how we fix it is you need to get different people in office instead of, you know, electing the same people and expecting things to change. Yeah. But I mean, how the hell, how the hell do we have like what percentage of our senators have been in office for the past 20 years or more? A lot. High percentage. A lot. Yeah, I don't know. That needs to change. Yeah. I wonder what the percentage is. It's got to be over 70%. You I think, don't know. You think it's that high? It might be. I mean, think of think of. I mean, it's basically how many of them want to stay there that long, yeah. And how many are old enough to have been there that long, and like whether or not they're in a solid district. Which I, I mean, what percentage of the country is just solid? Like, what percentage of the country actually flips in any right. given time? And and the Congress is even, you know, in a lot of ways worse because districts, some districts, never change. Yeah. Well, there was a senator in here last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or somebody running for senator, my parents said. Yeah, she was in here. So. Running for senator? Or is a senator or, or Congress or something. I don't know, something. Uh, oh, it was Tracy. Who was it? Was it Tracy Matrano? Yes, that's who it was. Yes. Yeah. Somebody somebody texted me from her campaign. Did they? They said, oh, I was wondering if you're uh, going to vote for Tracy Matrano. And I said, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm not. And here's why. And they were like, oh, well, we got to get Tom Reed out of there. And I said, well, you know, um, I don't love everything that Tom Reed's done. But I know they said, oh, look up where Tracy stands on the issues. I said, no, I know where she stands on the issues. I've looked her up. I know what her platform is and I don't like it. Pretty plain, huh? Yeah. So I so I said no. I'm not going to vote for Tom, and I'm not going to vote for Tracy. So uh, if there's a third option, um, I might consider them. Yeah. Well, it's cool that she was in here. I I thought that was pretty interesting. She came to 18th Amendment. She's 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 right from this area. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the funniest part is, is my dad, of course, loves uh, Tom Reed. (laughs) So she's in here, and my dad knows her from Scopes. Is she part of that? Yeah. Is she involved with that? Yeah. And so isn't Tom Reed. Okay. Because all Scopes is pretty much, you know, all the hunting guys get together and then you come and you do your freaking, each person gets to do a little speech or whatever. And that's how you, you know, kind of end up meeting people and getting a chance to meet Have those they actually people. accomplished anything? What do you mean? Scopes? Do you know much about, like, have they actually gotten anything done? I, I think really all they are is, uh, I think they're a political kind of, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know much. About it. I just know my dad goes every year, and they have like a pig roast, and a bunch of people come and speak. They're running for office, and you get to meet them and mm. and pick their brain. I think it's more or less that it gives like the those type of people in the area a chance with one on ones with yeah. candidates, mm. chat with them. So my dad made a lot of good connections that way. He really did. You know, met a lot of high up people that have helped us in our businesses and done a lot for us. So. Pretty it's good to know. Pretty impressive stuff, yeah. Yeah, I'm for. I don't know. I, I like those types of organizations as long as they do what their mission is. As yeah. long as they carry out their mission. I don't know what their mission is. What's our mission? 
What's our mission? Yeah, do we have a mission? Should we do it on? Should we make up a mission live? Uh, do we have like an actual like mission statement? Do we have a mission? Our, yeah, our mission is to um, expand people's minds and help them try new things and give exposure to awesome things that are happening in the Finger Lakes. Okay, in the right. world. We'll we'll and cut then, that then, up and we'll get the sound then, a little better. And bullshit <laughs> and bullshit about politics. We'll we'll get that thing rolling. Our mission statement a little better. Our mission is to give newbie something to do every Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if newbie's even there. He he did say he is, something. Yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome. Been, this is good. I really, I really did like your friend. I know. I hope he can come back sometime when cool he can guy, spend a little man. bit more time. We've got millions of stories. I mean, he's been on the road for twenty years, I think. And what, what do you well, think? Not twenty thirteen years. Flat Marianne, do you have anything you'd like to say in the mic? Is there, is there anything you'd like to say? Oh, sorry. Are you on talking this mic, Marion? You want to, no? All right, she's gonna be quiet. So, yeah, as you can see, real Marianne ditched us. She just. She's a ditcher. It's okay. I, I love her. It's okay, Marianne. She's she's so cool. We're just glad the flat Marianne's here. Uh, see, that's the thing. That's why people always ask me, and I I don't want to sound bad for people always. that have children, but why why don't you want to have children? Or you know, what do you think about children? I'm like, it's a lot. You dedicate a lot of time. I mean, you lose a lot of time to do things that you like to do. You know, you know. And some people love being yeah. a parent, but I love being able to say. I'm going to do this today and not have any, uh, any restrictions. So it's true. Yeah. That, I don't know. That's why. Cause it, once you're a parent, you like, you know, if you're going to bring a child in this world, you gotta, you instantly say, uh, no, I'll let you break your cookie. <laughs> yeah. You, inst you instantly lose, um, lose free time. Cause you gotta, you know, you gotta spend a lot of time with them and they cost a lot of money. Children do. Kids are expensive, dude. Yeah, I don't even. I, I I don't have any kids. I don't know how how if I had a kid, like I don't know how Marianne runs a wine bar, has a child, works a job. She's a busy lady. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! It's okay. really amazing that we can get her for a couple hours on most Sundays. But, yeah, I do miss. She is when she's here. She adds an element that we just can't bring. We can't do it. No. Flat Marion. I think hard. we can. We we have a good show, but she yeah. really does add want, a lot. You want some cookie? Here. No. Yeah, Flat Marion loves Welsh cakes. Does she? Oh yeah. She won't eat it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I've eaten more of these. I I don't have any idea how many of these I've eaten. You know he. You know what he's done in their family and then is they'll freeze these mm -hmm. and like all of his kids teeth done these really because mm -hmm. there's the bits are so small like the currents are so small that there's nothing they can choke on yeah so they'll freeze them and then just gum on these things and uh so all of his kids he teethed on them all of his kids teethed on them he gives it like people that have babies that come up at festivals he'll um, give them to the babies. I'm telling you, I, I, these aren't cookies. They're biscuits, right? I mean, they have mm -hmm. to be, and they're phenomenal. I consider it a cake because it's fried. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because you don't fry biscuits. Do you? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I think they're baked. 
I've never really made biscuits. Just uh, just uh, Pillsbury. Yeah, I don't think I made them either. But you know the thing with like I always burn the shit out of the bottom of them. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm over it. The only thing I've ever had out of the Pillsbury can are those cinnamon rolls. Man, I fucking love cinnamon rolls. So good. Cinnamon rolls are the There's shit. something about cinnamon rolls. I don't rolls. like the frosting, though. I like to just have them without the frosting. Yeah, I'll take them however I can get them. But mm. a cinnamon roll and a nice cup of like good dark coffee. There's like phenomenal. It'll rock your socks. Yeah. Turkish coffee. Yeah, you were supposed to make it on air. Not this, not to, not this time. No, some point. But at some point, I'll make some on air. Yeah. I've actually got. Uh, I've ordered something to go with the uh, with my cell phone, so that I can mount that over top, so you can watch the coffee. Nice. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun just for visual effect. What am I looking up? What was I looking up? I don't know. How's the uh, how's everything at the college? Everything been going good? I know you probably can't elaborate too much. Yeah, I but. can't talk too much about it. Um, we did have our first, uh, our first confirmed case of COVID, but uh, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say about that. Okay, no, we'll just leave it alone. I, I'm not sure what's public information. Yeah, it's probably for best. But I, I was meaning more. I'm, um, I'm pretty confident about it. How are the students? Uh, like, how are they adjusting and? All that fun you stuff. know, I think pretty good. It's tough for some of them because they really want that face-to-face experience. Mm-hmm. And my class is entirely face-to-face, but some of the classes are not. Some of the classes are either entirely virtual and remote. Some of them are hybrid. So maybe like one day a week they're in person, and then or two days a week they're in person, and then once or twice a week they're they're virtual. Um, so I think that's tough for them. Typically they do a pretty good job about keeping masks on and sanitizing their areas and things like that. I think, you know, I think they're doing a really good job overall. And we have, you know, a a few, there's always a few that don't really get with the program, but I think overall we're doing pretty good. What'd she say? Mary said she heard about it. Oh, I thought I was in trouble. No, no. She, if she sees me take a sip of beer, she's gonna lose her damn mind. There's no beer in that mug. It's it's all coffee. Uh, but so hammered. Last I think night. I think overall it's pretty good. It's um it's just it's a weird experience. We're actually looking at how we can open the gyms back up now. Nice. So that's going to be a phased reopening, as far as I know. Unless you know the plan always can change. So. But we're we're trying some things. We're we've got some training sessions for our student athletes, uh, all spaced out. Huh. Just kind of doing what we can do. Yeah, that's all everyone's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so busy around lately? Why do you think there's so many people here in Penyan? Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Every night, this place is slammed. Slammed. Like, it's not locals either, is it? Some no. I mean, half and half. Yeah. I can't believe how many people out of state are here. Like, yeah. Like, what the hell is everyone doing here? <laughs> I guess I, I shouldn't know. complain. I mean, we're making, you know, it's business. You're making money, but where the hell is it? What's everyone doing? I don't know. Did you want some more of this? You can have as much as you want. I'm just going to have a little more. I want to finish that. Don't want Marla to think we're wasting her good old beer. 
We're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do something with that. What is that? Vienna Lager. Holy shit! I thought she was just gonna bring one. I said one. Thank you. I appreciate. Thank the, you, Marla. I appreciate the two. We but, love you. Oh, I love you. I don't know. About Phil. I don't want to speak with. Phil. I do. I do. Yeah. We we had a nice long talk yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What? Is, so did you come up with a slogan? Are we gonna? Should we talk about that on air or not? Yeah, it's time for the for the people so they can know. We should have done it earlier because not. Yeah, I wonder how many people make it all the way through. We'll have to do earlier next time. When is the vote? Tuesday. Oh shit! Hey newbie. How many people do you know that live inside the village of Penyan? This is the question. Yeah, noob. What did he say? I'm so blind. I can't read he said Penyan is making waves. Keep it busy. Nice. I wonder. I think there's like 6,800 people or some shit like that in the village of Penyan. It's, it's less. Yeah? Are you sure? I'm not sure, but I think it's closer to like Low fives. Really? Yeah, I think it's closer to like 52, 53. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The question is, how many people are going to turn out? Um, three, four hundred, maybe? I don't think so. No? What are you thinking? I think, I think less than 200. Can, can I vote? Do you live inside the village? I own a business inside the village. I don't know. Are you a village voter? Where are you registered? Dundee. Yeah, so no. That's bullshit. I own a business in the town. Yeah, but it's based on where you're registered to vote. That's dumb. That doesn't make sense. They should do something about that. If you own a business in a town, you should have a say in politics. Well, then move inside the town, and then you can. Yeah, but I have a business in another town. Well... I don't know what to tell you, dude. We got to change the system. I don't think so. It's time to change. You have enough. Oh, newbie says 5,100 as of the last census. So I was okay. pretty close. Yeah. So you have, you have plenty of ways to have an impact. You just can't vote. I don't like it. You can sway people's votes. You can... Go to meetings and should speak. I, should I have people waiting outside polling booths? I don't think strong army people. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to vote for? No, go away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't recognize you. You're not allowed to vote here today. Strong army. Actually, your polling place is uh, on the other side of town. Go to go to Todd's car wash. Oh boy, that that's not really happening, newbie. I'm not. Having people strong arm people at polls. I know you want to be the newbie, person. We to need do to. It. We're newbie. We need to talk off air soon today at the Laurentide today at the Laurentide. I I won't I won't be able to be there for long. I won't be able to be there for like a half hour. Yeah, hour. me either. I got to get home. We got to go soon. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? Sure. Okay. We've been doing just a lot of banter. Yeah. Which it was just fun. The first forty minutes was more interesting with Pete anyway. So yeah. we'll get Pete back. Um, if you haven't yet, be sure to like, share, subscribe, um, do all those things. Check out the YouTube channel for It's Rare. Check out uh, the podcast on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever your favorite uh, podcast platform is. Give us some listens over there. Share that with your friends. Add it to your listening list, whatever. 
Anything new going on? No, not really. No, just just same old stuff. We got that three-year-old bourbon that we... Oh, yeah. I got to try some three-year-old bourbon. Instead of the two-year-old, so that's a little different. It'll be fun. I heard it was really... I heard uh, Crystal told me that it changed a lot over the course of just the last few months. Yeah. That she could really tell the difference. So I'm really excited to give that a try. I heard it's fantastic. Yeah. That was uh, Crystal, Tracy, Marla, and... I think Molly will, I'll try it the other night. So it's the same batch. Just a year Just older. a year older. Yeah. Right. Have you created another batch that's like ready to roll out after? Mm, I might have one more small barrel. Yeah. So we're running low on bourbon. <laughs> then we got like some re, you know, bourbon restarting. That's you probably start re- you eight, have to start eight eight distilling more. Dude. Yeah, I wish I had more time. Got to get, get up. I don't know what. what what do you need me to do? Do you need me to mix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a witch's brew there. Yeah, yeah. whatever you need, man. Let's cool. do it. Yeah. Wish gay. All right, people. Thanks for joining us. Uh, newbie is down like a clown. So, newbie, we'll see you in like 10 to 12 minutes over there. And everybody have a great day. See you later. <laughs>